Today on The Breakdown, it's a 100-200 cash game hand, and we're just bringing all the big guns out. We're bringing Limitless. Is he the best cash game player in the world? You're not going to hear me say no. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know if he is, but he might be. People talk about him like he is. He plays interesting. He plays different. Of course, you have to if you're going to be the best. Right, Grant? Is that true, Grant? Grant, do you think so? Will Grant say anything? Is Grant speaking? Is Grant. Um, anyway, it's a 100-200 cash game from Live at the Bike. Happened very recently. And this, you know, this, this hand's going to have some Bill Klein in it. It's going to got some Limitless in it. <laughs> We're going to have a guy named Eric Hicks who's going to be a big part of this hand as well. And there's a part of this hand where just everything goes kablooey. Everything just blows up kind of out of nowhere, quite frankly. And suddenly all the chips are flying around like a freaking monkey in uh, with the Wizard of Oz, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's get out of this opening and get to the breakdown with Great Dennis and Jonathan Levy. <laughs> Why would you want to leave your deranged opening? Why don't you want to stay there? I just felt like I was really flailing, you know, more so than normal. More than normal, huh? I mean, I know what happens in this hand, but I don't really know what happens. You know, I'm like, I've seen the hand yeah. and I have the right up here that you, that you do on the hand. So I know the actions in the hand, but I haven't like, I didn't just watch it or anything. Um, I don't know who Eric Hicks is, except that he's in the hand. He he looks interesting. Yep. He looks like he could be on Duck Dynasty. Yeah, that's a good uh, way to put it. That's <laughs> exactly right. Thanks. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I just went in other directions. And then I was like, I don't know. Is, this isn't funny, right? It's not funny. Is it interesting? I'm not. Don't think so. Probably not. So, then I'm like, what are we doing? Well, if it's not funny and it's that's not That's a good question trouble. that people should ask themselves every day of their lives. What are we even doing here, man? Oh, I feel like the question should be, am I being funny or interesting? And if I'm being neither, I should probably shut the fuck up. Shut the frank up, you know? Oh, nice censorship. (laughs) Thanks. Hella good censorship, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the front up. (laughs) Oh, it's so good when people do that. Um, Yeah, so Bill Klein is going to be a garbage human in this hand. Sorry, Bill. Sorry, Bill. By the way, the You Are the Garbage Human and Game Theory Disaster shirts are still on Amazon. I just saw them the other day. Yeah, we we have more current merch that looks better than that, though. Having said that, I wore the Game Theory Disaster shirt to a taping of Poker Time the other day, and multiple players asked me about it and were asking me how to get it. Huh. I was like, huh, well, actually, it's on Amazon, guys, and it's a very comfortable shirt, you know? Yeah. Very soft. Yeah. It, it is. If you are interested in just, this is something we never, ever promote. Ever. Ever. But just straight up Poker Guys merch that just has our, our podcast logo on it. Um, look kind of nice. Actually, it looks pretty good. Yeah, that that link is in our on our YouTube channel and all of the videos. It yeah. might even be in the podcast. I don't even remember if it's on. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, if you really want it, it's not hard to find. All the really successful influencers push their merch hard. We don't. We're not very successful, and we don't push the merch. <laughs> Those things may be linked, but I don't think they are. Uh, screw the merch. Yeah. I want to. I, I want your love, not your money. Exactly. Audience. Exactly. Also your money. <laughs> no, I don't want your money. I just want money. It's not your money. You guys keep your money. No, but you, you could give us your money. No, I mean, give us your money. <laughs> buy the book. I mean, buy the book, right? That's actually a much better use of your money. Oh, my God. Don't, I mean, the t-shirts are cool and fun. And if you want a Game Theory Disaster t-shirt, which I wear mine regularly, like, cool. But, like, for about the same price, a little bit more, whatever, you can buy the book. The book is, we put 
hundreds and hundreds of hours into the book. We think it's really good. I hear great things about the book whenever someone sees me who's read it. Get in there. Get you some book. It's called <laughs> How Can He Fold, if, if you oh, didn't, yeah. didn't know that. It's by the poker guys, me and him. <laughs> That's what it says on the title. <laughs> I, that would be funny. Yeah, it's by me and him. Yep, the poker guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's our names because <laughs> we need credit because we're special. Special like Limitless. You said that he yeah. might be the best cash game player in the world. Is that a truly held opinion anymore? I feel like there was like a three-month period early pandemic when that was the case. Yeah, I don't know. The I, don't, I don't really – I, I don't feel like I've heard much about him since and we haven't done a breakdown with him for at least a year. I mean, he was playing online. I think he was playing the biggest possible games that existed online yeah. and, you know – taking people heads up as well as like in, you know, six, six max and stuff like that. And I think he was for at least a long time, the biggest winner. I don't know if that's, you know, a lot of this stuff is anecdotal. Also with all the stuff coming about uh, out about online stuff, it all gets like a little more shade thrown in its way. Anyway, you know, you can look at it slightly more side eyed. Um, let's, even if we say he isn't necessarily the best, I think we can say he's one of the best. He's a feared cash game player, a very feared yeah. top tier cash game player. I always that? kind of, uh, He's so, boss. I always associate him with Linus Love because I feel like they, they're right. both like online guys and they both kind of rose to prominence at the same time. I feel like Limitless actually put out a challenge to everyone in the world except for Linus Love. Really? Literally. He said, I will play anyone, any of these, these games heads up for this huge, for like millions of dollars or whatever, except Linus Love. I won't play him. Kind of like the Dwan Galfon thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if, the, I assume they're friends, but I don't know. But maybe you just notice he can't beat Linus Love or he's not a big enough favorite or... It's a small dog or whatever that's not worth doing. Maybe. You'd have to think you were um, a reasonable dog, though, because otherwise, like, if you're just a small dog, then Linus Love probably wouldn't do it anyway, right? Like, they're both... I don't know if you think it's going to generate a lot of publicity yeah. and help your brand. That's true. Anyway, whatever. I don't know which of those guys is better or worse, but they're both very good and, and are, like, have taken on the world pretty successfully. Well, Limitless is here. He's moved to the live realm. He's on Live yep. with the Bike. He's got a beard. He's got a beard. He's... Uh, Looks like a John Wick villain, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I can see that. He's, uh, I don't know, I don't remember his origin, his nationality. Isn't he Polish or something? He is Polish. Yeah. That's right. He was actually born in Belarus, but he lives in Polish, and he's, his nationality is... Belarus. Belarus, excuse me. And, Prague. Uh, Prague, Belarus. Belarus, um, but yeah, he's, he's Polish, and he, was, and he lives in Poland, okay. even though he was born in Belarus. All right. So he's made the trip all the way to L.A. Sure. I mean, why not? I mean, there's big games there. They're obviously, there's, he's probably playing a bunch of big games. They probably pay him to come on live at the bike, too. It's not the worst deal. Nope. Nope. He's uh, so famous for his online name that I barely know his real name. It's like Walter... Victor. Victor. It's really Victor, right? It's, but it's, it's spelled Victor Milanowski or... Ma- Malinowski. Yeah. Okay. I don't cool. know how to pronounce that exactly. Limitless Hence, is Limitless. easier. Let's yep. go with Limitless. It's a great name anyway. Yeah, it's a great movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, it really is a great movie. Yeah. That is one of those... One of those underrated movies, you know? It's like, it's got big stars in it. It's got uh, Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro. Yep. And it's good. And it's, I think, unique. I I can't think of any other movie that really evokes it in my mind. Um, I think that is correct. The premise has been done in different ways. Yeah. But not successfully. They did a really good job with the premise. Yes. I feel like that movie, and here's another one, sort of also kind of flew under the radar... Even more so, but I think it's also very, very good as source code. Source uh, code. I didn't think that flew under the radar. I thought that got a lot of critical acclaim at the very really? least. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think they both got reasonably good reviews, but did not do very well, considered, at least compared to the quality of sort of like science fiction, brainy, sort of, th- not really even a thriller, but 
somewhat thriller type thing going to. I don't know. I really like both those movies is what I'm getting to. I like them both too. As you know, I prefer Moon over Source Code, same director. Yes, that's uh, right. Dustin. I forgot. But it's not Johnson, but but uh, Source Code is good. But I like I like Moon a little better. Yep. Source Code's ending for those who've seen it know that's a little bit problematic. It is. It yeah. is. I always just pretend the movie ended ten seconds earlier, and the movie's almost perfect. Then. <laughs> there that's you how go. I do it. Yeah, um, yeah. Limitless is just a good movie. So also something to think about when you're watching a poker hand or listening to a poker hand about Limitless is like, hey, I should check out that movie if I haven't. Yep. It's it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, I guess you thought of source code because it's kind of like a warped first-person perspective type thing. I just was going for like not talked about really good um, movies that were like mid-tier studio yeah. <laughs> movies that didn't make a lot of money, you know, but like I hold in very high regard mm. that are also science fiction and slightly thrillers. <laughs> a little brainy, you know? It's like there aren't that many. That's one of Those are two of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's just get to the hand. Let's just do it. Okay. Rip the Band-Aid off faster than normal. I'm in. Many of you are disappointed, but you know what? Just wait until Thursday. There will be another freaking podcast because you know what we do as the poker guys? We pump out content more consistently than maybe anybody in the world. At least in the poker world. I think that we've been called the most prolific poker uh, social media people or influencers Content or creators. Yeah, content creators. That's what it is. And I never thought of it until someone said that when we were doing our, quote, book tour, our podcast book tour. Yeah. But, um, but it's probably true, you know? like it may, it may be. It's I mean, vloggers, I guess some vloggers do a lot of stuff pretty consistently, but we do like... I don't know, man. It's pretty much we put four, four, four Mondays and four Thursdays every month we put out a podcast for also, every that's for podcast. years. We also put out... Two videos a week. Yeah. Every single week. Yeah. So that's four big pieces of media every single we week. We make too much out. media. One could argue. Yeah. We probably should. What we should have done was make one thing and have it be very popular instead of four things that if you piece them together, they're popular enough that we can. Yeah, like, we should have eat. made The Godfather. Oh. And then not part two and three because we only want to make one thing. I mean, part two is so good, but yeah, okay. We only want to make one thing. I only want to make one thing and then done forever. Yeah. Passive income, baby. Yeah. That's the way. Why didn't we make The Godfather instead of The Poker Guys? You're not really into the whole Italian thing. <laughs> okay. That's most of it, Good. right? Yeah, well said. Perfect. Think about your background. What about it? Are you Italian? One quarter. Right, exactly. Not enough. You're like, I, is it right for me? What's the moral? What's the moral Are you Italian? <laughs> Am I Italian? Yeah. Of course I'm not Italian. Then what are you talking about? If you can't do teach, Grant... <laughs> I don't understand right? I how can't that... be, I can't be Italian, so I can make a movie about it. You oh. felt you were somewhere caught in the middle, much like Spider-Man in Spider-Man 3 <laughs> with Venom, the one with, with Venom with, and Tobey Maguire. With he's all, what, he's all emo? Yeah, yeah, the emo one. He's kind of caught in the middle. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that movie was unsuccessful. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I mean, in terms of... It deserved the, to be unsuccessful. Yeah, it, was, it made a lot of money. No, it made a huge amount of money, oh. but it was unsuccessful in terms of, you know, being, being a, a good movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, it was... Compared to the first two. Yeah. Which were great. Compared it's, to everything. Come on, that movie sucked. <laughs> that movie sucked. It's weird because it's the same director, same everybody. They just failed. It's called Phoning It In. I mean, yeah. They thought they were going to make a fourth one. They were planning on making a fourth one. Well, I'm glad they didn't because the third one was awful. Yeah. Tom McGuire heard his back filming Seabiscuit, and so they didn't make the fourth one. They moved on to Andrew Garfield, who then pissed off the head of Sony when he didn't show up at a big Sony uh, presentation to shareholders and stuff like that. Uh, 
And he was like, forget it. We're done with Andrew Garfield. And that's how we ultimately That got sounds like this. an entourage plot point. Isn't that? It, it does, actually, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, at the last second, like, Garfield didn't show up. And it really it pissed off, like, the CEO or president of Sony or whatever to yeah. the point where he's like, I'm not working with that guy anymore. I don't care. I don't care about anything. Also, the movies weren't doing great, in fairness. They were making less money each each one, the two Andrew Garfield movies. All right, for God's sake, oh let's get God. to the hand. Sorry. That was my fault. I brought up the movie thing, and you know where that goes. <laughs> yeah, it is entirely your fault. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're playing uh, Oh, a little attribution here. This is uh, suggested by Snacks yep. on Discord. Uh, it's a great place to suggest. You can suggest there or on Twitter. We are the Poker Guys on Twitter. We're going to have solver work done on this hand. We're going to come back and check it out after our analysis. We have not yet seen the solver work. Even though it's three ways to the flop, since Bill Klein doesn't really do anything in this hand, it's okay. We're going to yeah. be able to have solver work done. Here's a little trivia question for you. Where is the place you're most likely to find snacks? Our Discord. Nope. On a plane. Snacks on a plane. Oh, okay. Obviously. That's really... Someone better get these motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking plane. Or someone better get Still these movies. monkey fighting snakes off this Monday to Friday plane, which right. was what they did for... It was like the TBS version yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. TNT version. Monkey fighting snakes off this Monday so I, I to Friday I, plane. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been pretty fun to be those dubbers. Oh, so good. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, I guess I lit the movie fuse and it just, there's yeah. no there's no way you can't, no amount of water is going <laughs> to put it out now. I mean, you throw some chum in the water, a shark is going to go after that, yeah. right? That's how it is. I'm the shark in this case and movies are the chum and you're the handler at SeaWorld. Who yep. will get eaten eventually. They all, they all do. They all do. It will kill you. Yeah. SeaWorld is pretty good at not letting the public know about the once a week times that their handlers get eaten by a small dolphin, even. But it happens every week. It's the the black the orcas, man. The black black whales. Is that what they're? Nope. Killer whales. Killer whales. Sorry. They are they are black. Yeah, <laughs> because their color is black. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, the orcas are the ones that kill the humans sometimes. The dolphins when they get, they're sad because they're depressed. Dolphins also capable. It's because the movie was called Blackfish. That's why I was, ah, yes. I was thinking of the orca and it, I put it all together. Yeah. By the way, great movie if you haven't seen it. Shocking documentary, but yeah. really good. But isn't that your less favorite of the yep. porpoise documentaries? <laughs> it's true. Is it The Cove? Yeah. The Cove is, I think, my, my favorite. I think it's my favorite documentary of all time. Does that include multi part documentaries such as, uh, yes. Ham- what's it called? The, the Bulls one. Yeah, The Last Dance. The Last Dance. Yeah, yeah. I think it's better than any sports documentary. Wow, better than The Last Dance. Yeah. I really love The Last Dance, but the sports sports documentaries can only raise themselves up so high compared to like true life, actual drama. And this stuff to ah. me was like thrilling in a way that that can never be. Yeah. That's also true for the, I think it's called The Cave, which is my other favorite documentary, which is about rescuing the, the 16 or Oh, 13. yeah. I saw that. I love that. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was really caught up in that. And the footage is unbelievable. To me, that like The Last Dance can't ever be as good a documentary as that to me. It depends on your metrics, I guess. I, yeah. I felt like The Last Dance was more minute-by-minute minute enjoyable. I mean, yes. I think that's true. Um, I guess, yeah, I'm just talking about the heights of it, ultimately. Yeah. But anyway, let's not. Okay, let's not. Okay, finally, to the hand. <laughs> We're not talking about movies anymore, I swear. Live with the bike. 100-200 with a $200 big boy Yes. Annie. We haven't been doing that many Live with the Bike hands. I mean, I they mean, haven't been doing that many Live with the Bike I hands. guess, I mean, Hustler Casino has been kind of taking that space. Also, hint, hint, Live with the Bike. Maybe let us use your hands for video. Don't be idiots. Like Hustler does. And then you get all the Poker Guys stuff you want. I think it's all new people in charge at Live with the Bike. We should write to them, actually. We let's should. See. Let's do it. Okay, we're going to do it. Hey, Eric Hicks looks like a Duck Dynasty guy. Yeah, like an old Duck Dynasty guy. Yeah. Like he's one of the dads or something. Yeah. Uncles. But he's a regular on Live with the Bike. And here he is. He's got $120,000. 
in front okay. of him. And so, you know, we're playing deep. Uh, Bill Klein's going to be the effective stack between the three players in this hand. He's got 100K at the $200 big blind. Wow. Yeah. So 500 blinds even for yeah. him. It's like Garrett Adelstein decided what everybody was going to buy in for. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of feel like that. So six, Hicks with uh, 600 big blinds mm-hmm. is going to open the button to $600 with ace, deuce of spades. I would expect a little bigger with the big blind, but whatever. It's fine. Whatever. This is what these guys do. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Especially when you're this deep. Like, it's yeah. not really about winning preflop. Which is maybe why Bill Klein flats out of the small blind with ace-10 of diamonds with 100K in his deck. Right. But, I mean, you could definitely make an argument for three-betting here. You can. But it's not unreasonable to think, like, you know, if I want to win the really big pot, flatting probably wins me the really big pot more of the time. Yeah, and it puts me in fewer awkward positions post-flop. Right, right. You should, you should probably call at least some of the times in this spot, but certainly this is a raise a lot. Bill Klein, for those who don't know... Billionaire philanthropist donates all his poker winnings to charity. Love saying always a nine. He whenever, does. Yeah, whenever there's a flop with a nine in it, as if like there's always a nine in the flop. It's a thing because it's like a middling card. So I don't know, but he says like there's always a nine in the flop, and then anytime there's he's like, see, always a nine. There was some poker player from like the late aughts who would who was like a famous poker player who I remember frequently saying like nines hit a set more than other. Were they joking? Pairs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. but it was it was like Antonio's funny or Phil oh, Lock okay. or somebody like yeah. that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like saying things like that. That's great. Wonderful. Hey, limitless. Yeah, he has no limit. He has no limit to the amount of money he will put in front of him. He has three hundred sixty-two k. The big blind is two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> He's got fifteen hundred blinds more. more. Oh my god, almost almost four four thousand blinds. Yeah, almost two thousand blinds. Sorry, almost. A lot of fucking blinds. Almost 2,000 blinds, yeah. Jeez. He's got king four off. He's going to call out of the big blind. Fine. Okay. King of diamonds, four clubs. Sure. The pot is $2,000. Let's go. The flop, seven of hearts, five of spades. Oh, I actually wrote four or five of spades, so that can't be right. Seven of hearts, four of spades, six of spades. I'm going to double check the video to make sure because I must have. Yeah, seven of hearts, four of spades, six of spades. Okay. Cool. All right. Bill Klein. Doesn't want anything to do with this flop by East 10 of Diamonds. Correct. So he checks. He's done. He's in the garbage. It's garbage human. I mean, he just checked. That's all he did. You know what? I'm done with him, and he's done with me, and we're done. We're all done. Okay. Bill Klein. It's honest. He's been ejected. It's real. Yep. All right. Here's the first interesting thing that happens. Limitless is just going to go ahead and lead right out. I love it. It's he's got bottom pair. He needs so much more of this kind of stuff. All right. Explain why you love it. I love it because this is, this is his board. Right, as much as it's anybody's board, it's his board, yeah. right? Now, of course, the button opening, the button's going to open pretty wide. But still, 7-4-6, that just hits the big blind more than it hits anybody else, right? Yes. Bill Klein, of course, can have sets and, of course, can even have over pairs. He can have stuff. But, like, Bill Klein's got a lot of hands like, like he has, right? A lot of, like, big Broadway type stuff, whatever. This is Limitless's board. Limitless could have flopped straights. He could have flopped two pair. He could have flopped all sorts of super strong hands here. He, he feels like he's got a real advantage on this board. And even though he has a pair, he's up against two opponents. This is going to check through a lot, and he's going to deny equity. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I feel like people should do this more. Okay. okay. That's very small, though. 602K. He's just saying, if you don't have anything, fold. And we're going to get, like, king, queen of clubs is going to fold. That's nice, I guess. Yeah, probably is just going to have to fold. All right. So Eric has flopped the nut flush draw. Eric should not fold. He is the opener from the button. He's got the ace, deuce of spades. Seven of hearts, four of spades, six of spades. To raise or to call? The only thing I'm worried about is if we just call here and we make it, we get there, are we going to struggle to build the pot once we're there? 
Now, I guess if Limitless is also a spades, we'll probably do okay. Any raise, though, subsequently is going to look really scary when a spade comes, even to the second nut flush. It's true, but at least the money will have already gone in. Yeah. And the pot is bigger now, so if you bet a smaller percentage of the pot, you're still making more money. Yeah. If you wait till afterward, like, whoa. Yeah. Of course, if we're the kind of guy who can have, like, ace of spades, queen here, ace of spades, ten or whatever, ten of diamonds, and, uh, and a third spade comes and we're going to bluff that sometimes, then that works fine. As long as we're capable of having that bluff, but... Not that many people are capable that, of that. That opens up an interesting up. line of thought for me. Oh, yeah. So if we're going to raise this hand, the, the direct nut flush draw here, should we also be raising ace-queen, ace-king, ace-ten with the ace of spades on this board for balance uh, against the line when we have the actual flush draw? Jeez. So now, you, so now you're balanced. I think with some of your air stuff, having a hand with the ace of spades in it is kind of interesting to yeah. do. Um, for sure. At the same point, so yeah, so you can raise and then continue on the turn when the spade comes yeah. and actually not have it. Right. Right, because we'll either check usually or if we continue. I guess we could have straight draws, though, and be continuing when the spade comes, mm-hmm. right? It's 7, 4, 6. We can have a 5 in our hand. We can have 8, 9. We can have 9, 10. Um, we can have 8, 10. Yeah. So those would be hands we'd also... Pro- so I don't know if we also need the ace of spades in our hand, too. Raise now. Well, then it's well, it just makes it a better nut blocker for the times that we are bluffing when uh, the spade yeah. comes in. That is true. That is true. But Limitless is in the big blind, so he doesn't have as many like ace of spade, x of spades. You know, but it doesn't hurt to block the nuts when we want to. It certainly doesn't. But right now, all we're blocking is some of his draws. By the yes. way, when we it's, raise it's with for the, the sake, ace queen with the ace of spades, it's because we're so deep. It's for yes. the sake of future balance in, right. in these spots. That's very interesting, and I never thought about that piece. Neither had I until you brought up those hands as, as down-the-line type things. I think I always think of those hands as a call mm-hmm. here with the ace of spades in our hand because sometimes he's going to give up on the turn. Sometimes a good card's going to come for us to scare him with, including a spade, but also over cards. Thinking about that, that's clearly wrong from a GTO perspective, right? Because that means that every time we have the ace of spades in our hand, had we raised on this flop, we also have another spade. Unless we're raising those hands sometimes, too. Um, I mean, we could have like ace five with the ace of spades and raise, right? Sure, I guess we could have. We that. could have ace eight with the ace of spades and raise, but there's not too many. Yeah, give you that. It's maybe just not enough. Yeah, maybe we can have ace seven with the ace of spades, but of course, then we're never bluffing. We're not yeah. really in a place where we're bluffing anyway. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting stuff. I like that. Anyway, as it stands, we are here with the ace deuce of spades. We, what, we, what's your general line here? Do you prefer calling or raising? Let's ask the solver if we can remember. Um, about this, see, like, see if where the ace, a spades X card, non-spade card. Yeah. If there's any bluffs, if there's any raises along with the nut flush draws on this flop. Okay. Okay. Sorry, your question. So, what is your general preference, not from a ah. balance perspective, but just like I'm playing poker? Do I want to raise or call here? I mean, I think we're supposed to mostly call. What are we repping? I mean, I guess we we open the button. We can have pocket seven. We can have straights. Even I think I think we can have some of the straights. Eight five. Yeah, suited. Four combos. I mean, Limitless has 16 combos. Yeah, that's true. Um, Limitless has, I think, maybe all the sets also. He probably raises pocket seven sometimes. Yeah. But not that often, I would guess, when we're this deep. We probably have all the sets and most yeah. of the two pairs. Seven, four. We definitely have all the sets. Seven, f- yeah, we probably have six, four off we don't have, right? Probably not. I don't know if we have seven, six off or not, actually. It's, it's unclear a, to it's me. It's a maybe. Yeah. Um, all the suited stuff that fits around here, yes. We've got a lot of parent straight draws. We've got a lot of straight draws. We've, we, have, we have stuff. It feels like we're mostly calling with those hands, though, right? He mostly. did bet pretty small. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. If we had, if you had two jacks, would you ever raise this? No. When you bet 600? Unless it was a very particular player, no. Yeah. Um, so you're raising, what's, what's the worst value hand you're raising? Made hand. It's, it's an interesting question because I think two pair from a pure value perspective, but I do think sometimes I'm going to raise a hand like uh, four, five, or six, five. And you're doing that, why? Because I want to have some of those hands in my range with, um, with like a, it's like a little extra outs against some hands when we, we don't just have a five. You know, we also have, against some of Limitless's hands, we have draws to two pair or, or trips mm-hmm. that, can, that can improve us. We also block the nuts, which is good yeah. when we have a five in our hand, which means we're less likely to get re-raised. Um, I like that. Of course, when we improve, it's always scary. So then we've already put some money in the pot. Yeah. That's good, too. I mean, ultimately, we want to have board coverage. We don't have to in most cases because most players aren't good enough that we have to care about that. Yeah. But when we're this deep, especially, and we're playing against good players consistently, I think it would be good to include those hands simply for board coverage. Like, we want to be able to have those. To, like, how else are we going to have a six in our hand? Um, besides seven, six, and six, six? Yeah. So you're saying six, five is yeah. the way to do it, right? Six, four, six, five, yeah. Um, it's interesting. I don't. I wonder how many raises we just have here. You think we just general. don't have many? I would guess we don't on this board because limitless has such a limitless range of value. It feels like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's fair. So I'm inclined to not want to raise very much. Also, most of the hands we would raise with certainly not all. Um, we could get absolutely blown off whatever we're doing. Right? We have ace two of spades. Raising sounds cool. But, like, what if he puts in a really big three-bet right now? It's we already, can't fold. I guess we're deep enough that a really big three-bet's not a problem. Right? I mean, the problem is the actual fiat value of the money that we <laughs> will raise, right. you know? Right, but let's not worry about that. We're choosing to play in this yeah. game, right? We, and we're super deep for a reason, right? We have just an ungodly amount of blinds. We have 600 blinds, right, Eric Hicks has to start with? Yeah. So, um, is that right? Yes. 600, yeah. So, like... This is one of those times, like, has happened before you had to convince yourself it's actually 600. Exactly. I'm like, can it possibly be? But yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... I'm mostly inclined to call here. Um, the board is not our friend overall. Yeah, that's a fair point. And that's what Eric does. Yeah. So, I, think, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine, too. I think I wouldn't have uh, castigated him for raising. I think that would have been no, fine. No, no. I would have been okay with that. Yeah. Especially because we're deep enough that we really are fine. Like, we're just going to have to call a three-bet unless, unless Limitless loses his freaking mind with the size. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt to build a pot with a nut draw when we're super deep. Right, and I don't even know if we can... F- I mean, maybe we can fall when we're 600 blinds deep, but, like, could Limitless ever lose his mind with, like, king five of spades or something like that? Like, maybe he could. That's a pretty reasonable hand to lose your mind with. And, and he's like, going to have to put in a pretty pretty big raise to get us to fold. I'm saying we we might decide never to fold yeah. against his against his big raises to like look to be getting it in against worse flush draws ah, and stuff. Even four betting, you mean? Yeah, and then he's like forced to come along anyway, and then now we're just in incredible shape. Yeah, stuff like that where you know we're like seventy percent to win the monster pot. Four betting when you're this deep is pretty powerful with the nut flush draw because you always have equity. You always have pretty reasonable equity. Sometimes you haven't crushed in the times that you're really lucky. But if limitless three bets with a hand like pocket fours. He could fold to a four bet. You know, that's wow. a... Because we're so, so, so deep. Yeah. That's like, interesting. Like, I think you can't fold top set and you can't fold the nut straight. What do you do with the second nut straight and you get four bet with no redraw? You call. You probably do, but it's not good. If you're going to play the hand in such a way that you're only calling with the nuts effectively or like top set kind of a thing, then you probably shouldn't be three betting. 
You know, because yeah. you don't want to put yourself in a spot where you're gonna, we're on a board this wet, especially. And also we're limitless with this sort of like, he does weird stuff. He cannot have it kind of image. Like people may play back at us. So yeah. we just can't throw away really strong value. If people are ever going to be playing back at us just because of who we are, we just have to hold on with these kinds of hands. And sometimes we get cooler. It's okay. Suck. We just sort of decide it's okay to get cooler. Because when we cooler them, they always call because we're limitless and they don't believe us. Hopefully so that's okay. the case. Hopefully that's how it works because... That, that's the idea. Putting in 600 blinds with a set of fours on this board doesn't sound ideal to it me. It doesn't. You're really hoping they have a straight and you're only behind <laughs> yeah. that way, right? Yeah. Or they have the big the monster draw. But they can have a lot of combo. There's some combo draws here to have, too. Some big combo draws. Cool. So we'll take our 60% equity and hope for the best. In yeah, we're spots, limitless. So. We're worth millions and millions and millions of untold dollars. <laughs> untold dollars. <laughs> yeah. Meaning unreported to the government, of course. Obviously. Yeah. All right. Anyway. He's from born in Belarus. None of this happened. Right. Eric calls. $600. <laughs> Bill Klein folds. Good. You're going to fold your freaking hat in half when you hear about nitro betting, baby. Your brain is going to unfold itself to the possibilities that are presented. It's going to become a sheet of brain <laughs> instead of a, you know, roundish thing. Right. It's going to be, be a like a sheet. A sheet of like brain. A, like a sheet you would put on a bed. Yeah. And like then you sleep under it, but it's going to be kind of... Under it? Goo- yeah. I guess you sleep on and under a sheet, I guess. Yeah. There's, there's the fitted sheet, but then there's the sheet that you put on top Who of yourself. Who uses that sheet? That's, a, that's a, one of the most useless inventions in history. You don't have a fitted sheet on your bed? You just sleep on the mattress? No, 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 no. I have a fitted sheet. I'm not talking about the fitted sheet. Oh. I'm talking about the sheet you use between you and the blanket. Oh, I absolutely use that. That's insane. No, it's not. That's, that's for psychopaths. <laughs> you don't want multiple temperature choices? Multiple temperature choices. Yeah. Of course you want multiple temperature so, choices, but you're forced to use the comforter <laughs> either way. <laughs> no, you're not. I almost never use that that sheet. I do in very certain times, like in the summer and when it's when I could never use the comforter and then I'm but it's a little cold. It's also for the sake of hygiene. I mean like hygiene. Unless you wash your comforter all the time. I think if you don't want to wash your comforter all the time, use the sheet. I mean, if you're using the sheet, don't you have to wash that all the time? It's a lot easier to wash a sheet oh, than a comforter. Come on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> nitrogen bedding, nitro, nitro bedding, nitro bedding is the place for you. Yeah, if you have a sheet. If you don't have a sheet, get gotta, the hell off, you dirty bastard. Gotta, get away from me. You got to give a sheet. <laughs> he doesn't give a sheet. Yeah, it's excellent. Good wordplay. So happy. Wordplay is one of the many things you'll find on nitro bedding. Yeah, they do that. They bracketize. Yeah, they bracketize everything. Too. So, March Madness is fun. They know that. So, they decided, why don't we do brackets for more sporting events? Yeah. That's uh, something you can get on Nitro Betting. Also, we should really point out that if you used to join, sorry, if you used to be part of our big nitrogen sports stuff, you would sign up through us, you're playing in the Poker Guys tournament and all the other cool stuff that comes from that, all the extra bonuses. This is a new website. Same guys, new website. You have to re-sign up using the link in the show notes. Otherwise, you don't get access to that stuff anymore. So it's super easy and quick to sign up, but just click the link first. Yep, make sure you do that or else you won't get that sweet, sweet access and we won't get that sweet, sweet credit. Yep, we need the credit. We yeah. must have it. Just like we need that sheet to keep our comforter nice and safe. Yep. And also multiple temperature options. Also, Grant wants that sweet, sweet assets. <laughs> what? Access. I don't know what you're doing. Access. It's nothing. I'm not doing anything. Someone gets it. Some, Someone somewhere gets it, maybe. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I'm sure they do. So tag your tweets. Right. Sheet or no sheet. <laughs> That's right. It's a new thing to argue about. So you only have like, so really you only have like two comfort options or temperature options. You have comforter or no comforter. I guess you could stick your leg out, but then you have like a cold leg and a warm other leg. No, the feet are always out. 
And it works great. The feet are always out. The feet are almost 100% of the time out uh, from under the comforter. Okay. Okay. That's the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way it works. I don't. I like my feet under the blankets. It's nice what? and nice and. You don't do get you? too hot. I get too hot. All right. The, the, oh, multiple things to argue about here. We can argue <laughs> about this on Discord. Yeah. If you like, we whoever you are who's listening and has an opinion, please bring it up because it'll be a month until this podcast is released and we won't remember the debate. It's true. I'll be like, what side was I on again? <laughs> yeah. So it's the sh- the sheet or no sheet between you and the comforter. Right. And there's the feet. Under blankets or out of blankets? You have no chance on that one. You're you think get, everybody sleeps with get, their feet out of the blankets? Yeah, you're going to get roasted. You're going to get charbroiled. We Do you want to find a way to make a bet pan, on this? Pan roasted with butter. Do you want to find a way no. to make a bet on this? No, I, I really don't. Because you're going to get crushed. I never know what the people like. Yep. The people's whims are beyond me. Yep. That is for sure. I don't try though. I don't. I'm like I'm like some people in this room. I don't pander. I'm not trying. I'm oh, just. I can put my feet under the blanket like I, a regular person. I'm, just, I'm Grant. I'm just That's not being happening. a deeply disturbed, abnormal person <laughs> who likes English muffins better than croissants and sleeping with their feet like hey. in the freezer. Hey, hey, hey! I've amended my English muffin <laughs> position, buddy. And yeah, you you kick the, you let your feet warm up, and then you kick them out once they're all warm, and it cools you right off, and it it just. Put you in the right no wonder mood. you have sleep problems. <laughs> like, I have so many sleep problems. Yeah, maybe maybe there's something to this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, sheets are bad. You can't use the top. Have you sheet. ever tried? Yeah, of course. When? Many, many, many times. Bullshit. <laughs> Did you tuck it in? Were you too lazy to tuck it in? I don't like it when it's tucked in. Actually, I don't like you the don't tuck, tuck top it, sheet. Did you tuck it in the bottom of the bed at least? No, that's what I hate the most. Really, because I feel like my feet can't like huh. extend themselves. I got really big feet. So like No you don't. Yeah, I do. Um, I know your shoe size. Look at look, look at this. <laughs> look, I'm pulling it up so we can see. Look how high those things you go. You have like ten. That's, that's like a skyscraper. You have like tens, right? That's like Empire State Building. I'm a I think I'm a ten and a half. Uh, that's not really big feet. Well it's big and maybe it's just the you know I'm not very I have weird arches maybe that's what it you is. You got weird feet. Yeah. I'll give you that. Okay, I got weird feet. Fine. Um, but like for whatever reason, like I feel like restrained and pushed down by <laughs> the top sheet being tucked into the bottom of the bed. When I go to a hotel, the first thing I do is pull that out. Huh. Even if it's the middle of the day, because I don't want to ever be in a situation where I'm laying down and I'm trapped. My I think feet are trapped. I think we're really uncovering the root of your sleep problems. And it has nothing to do with the neurological sleep conditions that you may have thought. Me? It's, why did I think? What do you mean? Well, so what, wait, what wait, did you, you think? think wait, no, what did cares, you think? Who cares what I thought? Let's talk about this. So you think the reason why I don't sleep whatever a normal like a normal person is because I don't I I leave the top sheet untucked? That's what you think the You big don't thing use is? the top sheet. Right. I think it's because no, it's because you don't have a top sheet and you stick your feet out. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I'm in a hotel though, I actually keep the top sheet because, um, because it's nice. No, it's because I don't trust the comforter. Uh, I don't know where that that thing has been. That thing's seen a lot. But that must of, be a lot of semen. So I know I know why you don't like top sheets. It must yeah. be very frustrating to try to keep them and the comforter aligned with each other yes. when you don't tuck it in at all. It is very difficult to do that well. That's true. Um, and it's okay to do it like in a hotel because it's only a night or two. But like long term, that's impossible. And I'm not gonna like make my bed every day. That's that's not. You happening. don't have to make your bed every day. Good because I'm not. Is this the ad? Are we still doing the ad? Yeah. Okay, I'm just nitro betting. <laughs> <laughs> the people who skip to the part where fools, where uh, it, we say the analysis begins, are really hating this part right now, or they're loving it and they're like, "I'm charmed. I'm just straight up charmed by these two. 
I wish they did other things. I wish they were part of my life more because I love these guys. Yeah. Is anyone saying that? Yeah. Maybe they're thinking it. You know, I actually was looking. We, we switched podcast platforms recently. Yes. And we get a little bit better data. And I was looking at data from one of our more recent podcasts. And there, there really is about 10% of the listeners who, who do go directly to that spot. Like, I was looking at the graph. Oh, really? 10% by visual. I, d- I didn't actually look yeah. at numbers, but like the graph of like uh, listener retention was kind of like very, very marginally down until the point like 20 minutes in or whatever and when, when we put in the description and it immediately up. kicked right up, you know? Wow. It, yeah. That's interesting. All right. Well, good. So yeah. everyone's, everyone's served yeah. by doing it that way. I like that. So there is actually value there. Hey, let's get back to the hand finally. Yes. All right. If you can remember anything, it's seven of hearts, four of spades, six of spades. Limitless is in the big blind. He led with king four off, no spades. Right. Um, Bill Hicks called. Bill Eric H- Hicks. Eric Hicks. Eric Hicks, yes. Bill Hicks was a comedian who's now dead. Yep, that's correct. Eric Hicks has ace, deuce of spades for the nut flush draw. The pot is $3,200. Sure. The turn is the death card for Limitless. It is the five of spades. Ding, 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 ding. Probably the worst card in the deck. Um, yeah, I think it's probably the worst card in the deck. Uh, maybe the Eight of Spades is worse. It's close. Probably the Eight of Spades is even worse, but whatever. It's awful. It is. It is. It's just more ways that um, that Eric could have made a straight if he's calling with all gut shots for that size anyway. So yep. I think it is probably actually worse than the Eight uh, for that reason. Maybe. Eh, who knows? I mean, Doesn't... the Eight means that the open ender got there. I mean, yeah, that seems worse. But anyway, whatever. It, it, it's similarly terrible. It is. Okay. It doesn't matter. We don't have to get into it. Great. Um, Hey, despite it being the death card, Limitless is going to go ahead and bet about pot. He yep. bets 3K. Yep. Mm, explain. He's trying to get Eric Hicks to fold the good one pair hands because this is now very hard to call without a made draw. Without the straight, at least, how can you call? If you have an overpair with a spade, you can call. Yes, you can. But if you have an overpair without a spade, you have to fold now. Which would make it a lot better to have the king of spades if we were Limitless, wouldn't it? It would make it better. As an escape valve in the times that Eric has a weak flush, but also blocking kings with a king of spades. Yeah. I think Limitless is definitely the kind of guy who goes for it. I think he's just basically aware that this board is really rough for a lot of Eric's range, and that Limitless, by virtue of leading the flop, has a bunch of draws, and they all came in pretty much. I guess the five just made a pair. So this is no longer equity denial, though. This is just a pure pure bluff. 100% pure bluff, right? Yeah. 100%. 100%. I think once he gets called, he knows he's losing. Um, on the flop? On the flop. Boy, I think so, because Bill, Bill Klein's behind Eric Hicks, and Eric Hicks calls. He's right? not so, losing on the flop, though. I know, but I think he would assume he is, right? Yeah, maybe. Um, and the only hands he's, he's beating are hands like this, right? Which, the draws, no. which all just came in. Yeah. So instead of like losing to everything now, which he is, right now he's losing to everything that called him on the flop, right? The one pair of hands are all better, and all the draws came yep. in. And the five even now made, took a head. So now he's trying to beat trying to fold out all the hands that weren't the draws, basically, and don't have a big spade. Right. Which is going to be some, some percentage of those hands. So it's a different group that he was targeting in the first part to fold. Mm-hmm. Now he's targeting a different group, but what, now he's more straight bluffing, too, like you're saying. There's no limit to the groups he will target. I like that. Yeah. No limit. Limitless. <laughs> I see where he got his name. Yeah. That's so good. It's because he plays No Limit Hold'em. All right, so. Oh, yeah. As Eric, you do not have the nuts, but you have very close to it. It feels like the nuts. Because there are straight flushes out there that are possible. I mean, okay. So be it. Right? Like, whatever. Can we ever raise? I want to. I want to so bad. can we? What's the point of playing super deep if we're not going to raise? 
We can raise later. We can raise later. Yeah, other spots. It's not. It's like not every spot is. You can you can't raise with a really good hand in every spot, no matter what the depth is. Of course. Is. What kind of hands would we be raising that wouldn't be monstrous? Ace seven with the ace of spades. What else? We don't have to raise that though. We could just call it that too. Ace five off with the ace of spades. We could raise that. That's an interesting one to raise. Yeah. Um, we could just call either one of those, but those are two hands where we might be like, I'm probably losing right now, but I blocked the at least maybe not the, the nuts, but the nut flush, and I, so I'm going to raise. Really, like, really, any ace of spades is a hand that you could raise, right? But I'm trying to think what ace of spades get here, right? So that's why he I only bet six hundred. I mean, maybe we call with when we're this deep with all of our ace of spades on the flop. Oh yeah, we probably do. Yeah, you're right. So we could raise that if we're going to raise all our ace of spades. Then we need to raise the ace, yeah. ace of spades here. Yeah. We're gonna. I think we're gonna raise the ace of spades hands that don't that aren't a pair and don't have anything else going on, mm-hmm. right? The hands that are like ace seven with the ace of spades, we should probably call, even yeah. though turns out we'd be ahead, but we wouldn't feel great about. We wouldn't it, feel but, great about the seven, but still, we'd probably be forced to call with that because we are. We do have reasonable. We have showed some showdown value. Yeah. Um, when the ace queen has no showdown value, you would think, right? It's very strong if we raise though, right? We're repping the yeah. nut flush minimum. We could be repping just a good flush. King high flush, maybe? Minimum. Yeah, may- maybe even like the queen high or something, even the jack high. Like, it's not a tournament. It's a cash game. These True. Guys, these but guys he, are going to raise flushes. He sometimes. did bet pot, though. He did. He bet big. That's true. Him betting pot is interesting, right? Like, can we get value from this guy? Like, is, is Limitless going to call with the straight if we raise? And I don't think with, like, if we're the maniac at the table, then yes. Right. But if there's not that type of dynamic going on, I don't expect him to. I wouldn't either. Because it's one of those spots where we're so deep, actually, where it's limitless. You're like, am I going to get really... Because if I call this raise and a non-spade comes off on the turn of the river, the king of hearts comes off, i kind of mostly supposed to call again, right? Because yeah. I'm saying, like, I guess you can just have the naked ace of spades here or something, right? Yeah. And, I'm pl- and then I'm going to call up. That's going to be a big bet, right? It's yeah. going to be like... Forty, fifty thousand dollars, and you get to avoid all that just by folding right now. So unless the guy's a maniac, like you're saying, yeah, we probably just have to fold. So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. What's he supposed to call us with? He needs to have a flush. A flush? Yes, he'll he'll call with a flush. He might a call set. if he has the a set, or if he has the king of spades in his hand, he might call. He's definitely got to call with either top or top or second set. You know, to draw it to a full house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably bottom set, too, on this board. Like, if we raise on this board, we're not raising a set now. No, that's true. That wasn't the time. So a set is a second comfortably call, I think. Yeah. It's an interesting... It's a, it's a weird spot. Because we're so deep and because he's all fancy, limitless can be, makes me want to raise a little bit more of the time in a spot like this, though, I will say. Just to punish him because he's going to try to punish us in big ways when he has good hands. He also may lose his mind once in a while because yeah. he's fancy. No, he's really good. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. And I'm sure he's relatively balanced with all this stuff. But we can see he's fancy. You're going to continue to see that he's fancy in this hand. And we've seen him do other stuff, too, that's a little fancy, right? So that makes me just want to, like, yeah, go for it a little more. Unless I'm face up as hell. If I, if I only ever have the nut flusher better here, then that's, that's a problem. And he, if he knows that, right? Yeah. But well, if, he, if he thinks I can have any bluffs at all, I might, I might be tempted to, like, do this just to, like, encourage him to lose his mind. Yeah. Build the big pot. Yeah, I think I, I lean towards raising. 
I can understand the inkling to call, though, which is what Eric, yeah. en- Eric ends up calling. We're in position. It can't be that bad, right? Yeah, it's just kind of tough once you get to the river to, to get more than one more bet in exactly. at that point. We're, we're, this is a way we get three streets a lot of the time versus we raise the turn and often we only get two streets, yeah. right? So that's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, the pot's already pretty big for a $200 big blind. It's 9200 now after yep. our calls. The river is the four of diamonds. It makes, makes trips. Yeah, which I don't think he expects is good pretty much ever on this Oh, board. I disagree. We can have the overpair with the big spade. Okay, I guess, he, yeah, he can be beating that. And maybe even just the naked ace of spades once in a while, if you remember. Maybe. Is it worth a bet? Okay, let's think of it as, from Limitless's point of view, we're probably check-calling a fair amount, right? Because we don't... Why? Because the naked ace of spades might be out there. And you don't think they're going to spring the trap on the turn more frequently than the river? Just flat the turn and bet the river? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It's, it's a little unclear. It'd be weird to just check fold, trip fours, but I guess he could really have an just an eight. An eight is beating us, yeah. right? An eight makes a lot of sense for him to have. You open the button, like, he yeah. can have an eight. Um, I think we're good some of the time here, I guess is what I'm going to say, ultimately. Some of the time, but... Not a lot, but some of the time. Yeah, I really feel like if Eric had the naked ace of spades, we're going to hear from them the turn a lot. Um, well, again, if that's true, then he should be raising the ace deuce of spades. Too. I agree. I'm not, we're not talking about Eric right now, though, and what he should do. We're talking about Limitless's perspective. Okay. I mean, we don't know what he thinks about Eric, but you're saying more like the generic yeah. type person. You would, you, I would not expect Eric... Right. Duck Dynasty man to to like have a super balanced overall strategy. With yeah, him. yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, just based on the beard. Yeah, I mean maybe that's not fair, but it's not fair at all. But sure, whatever. This is what, you, not this really... is what you do in poker. Like you see a guy and you make your best guesses. And also, you can just stereotype based on. I've never heard of this guy being a great player. Like he's not like a talked about cash game elite player. I mean that doesn't mean he isn't. He could be a. Pro. I don't think he is, but he could be a pro. I mean, you know. I mean, I think in order to be. The guy who ends up showing up with the naked ace of spades in the river with this line, you probably have to be a pretty balanced good pro. Right. Yeah, that's true. I think that's true. Now, maybe Eric is that, but that's and he's just doing a good job of of not looking like it. I, I mean, he, he can also show up with um, the ace, the naked ace of spades in a pair sometimes, like the seven or the five. Um, yeah, I suppose we're ahead of those. I don't know if we bet if we can get called by those. Yeah, guys. is that like so? What what? I guess a better way to ask is, what's your preferred action? It's not yeah. what what are we had like? What's the best way to play this hand now? Can we get called by worse if we bet? Maybe aces with the ace of spades will be like, I have too much of a blocker. Right. I have to call. Maybe right. Maybe just over pairs with the spade in their hand will consider calling for the same reason. It's pretty scary though. I think There's in most straight out there, too. like most players will just fold those hands. I yeah. know that. When it goes bet, bet, bet. It is limitless, so maybe he gets called more. I don't maybe. know. I will say it seems hard to bet. <sighs> Should we? Okay, if we were going to bet, would we want to bet big to polarize so maybe we can get called by some heroes? Or do we want to bet small to try and keep like those over pairs with the spade in? Against the general population, you probably want to bet small. Yeah, I think that's right. Against the general pop. Against Ike Haxton, maybe you bet big. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay, that's good. Is it better to check? If it checks, we hope it goes check, check, because then we win sometimes. Yes. I think we pretty much always win if it goes check, check, actually. Mostly, yeah. Like an eight is going to bet. The bottom end of the straight might check. It might. It might. Yeah. That's true. The three might check. That's it, though. Everything else is... So, okay. So, 
so if we check, it's hard. We're never going to get any value from Warwick's hand unless he bluffs. It's hard to imagine that many bluffs being there. Yeah, it is hard. Um, if he's got us beat, he's often betting. Yeah. And he might. We're going to have to decide what we want to do. Yeah. I kind of want to check and figure it out, though. Yeah, I hear that. That's my. That's my. It's just a rough, rough, rough board. And now we actually have a good enough hand that maybe we. Yeah, although can, it's like it's a lot better in in name than it is in yeah. actuality on this board. You think it's, it's going to go check check a lot though, and we're just going to win, right? Like if he has two jacks with uh, two black jacks, he's probably just going to check it back, mm-hmm. and we just get to win. Yeah, that would be the hope. Yeah. Anyway, limitless bets four K. So he's going for the blocking bet, and he's clearly trying to get, I think, some value. Yeah. Out of those over pairs. Yeah, and maybe a seven or something. Maybe a seven. He's like, I'm limitless. I can have anything. You may be forced to call. And it's cheap enough that if you raise me, like, whatever. I don't have to stick around. Well, now that we're here as Eric, we, yeah. we kind of have to raise, right? I mean, limitless has done nothing but bet, and full houses are possible. But we have the 4K on the river. Yeah, we have the nut flush, and he could have a weaker flush. I mean, it seems absurd not to raise when he puts 4K. By the way, be, the, by virtue of the fact that he fo- put 4K out there, he may call with weaker hands because he's done a blocking bet, and he mm-hmm. knows it. Right, like we may get more calls than we should because yep. of this first action. Yeah, we have to raise. He does raise to twenty k. Yeah, that seems like fine and great. It does seem fine and great. And I think even from Limitless's perspective, he might rather have the king high flush than the nut flush against this line uh, and make the call. Right, because that way you keep the ace of spades in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like a lot more full houses are there, and that's a problem. Yeah. So this is probably. The second weakest hand Eric can do this with? Maybe he can do it with a king high flush? I'm not sure. What do you think? I don't know. When you only bet 4K on the river after betting 3K into 32, now you're betting 4 into 92 on this river? I don't know. I think you could, you could, you could open up that range a little bit more. I mean, you're not doing value. it with a 10 high flush, are you? I think you might. Really? Don't you think Limitless would bet more with a, with a jack high flush plus? I'm I, not going to assume do. that Limitless is going to be completely unbalanced in his sizing. Okay. Well, then we have the same problem, though. The board's paired. I mean, we don't have the nuts, right? No, but, I mean, we have to stop the value somewhere. Of course we do. Of course we do. Um, I think we should, we should stretch a little more and try and find more raises uh, if he's only going to bet 4K on the river. All right. That's what I think. Well, I think if he had a flush, he'd bet more and more of the time because he's targeting a, a straight. Like, what else is he really targeting? I mean, I mean, a weaker flush is a nice thing to target. Okay, why isn't he betting more for any of that then? Why is he only betting 4K? He can bet 8K and get calls from both Because he's afraid. He's afraid. He can get calls from both those things. He's afraid of getting rejected. I, I think generally when he's got a bigger hand, he's going to bet bigger. So I think we're supposed to attack. I'm sure he's balanced. I'm sure he is, but still. Really, it sounds like you're not so sure. I think he's probably... I think the smaller bet is generally going to be a more marginal hand. Okay. Do you expect those to be able to call when we raise? Like, a big problem with raising the 10-eye flush is, like, well, we're obviously trying to get called by something weaker than the 10-eye flush. We're trying to let Limitless play the game of, I did a tiny bet and I induced this. That's what we're trying to have happen here. So then the maybe it's the ace of spades seven, or maybe it's something else, is like, oh, no, I might be losing. I think I'm losing, but I can get him to fold now because he only bet 4K. Like, pouncing on these blocking bets, in general, is a very profitable thing to do, right? And but limitless, we can go a level further with that. Knows that people pounce on these value on these blocking bets and maybe more apt to call. In fact, yeah. I think we see that with the really good players when they do it to each other. They call these these raises more with more marginal hands. Yeah, that, you, that'd be the idea. You anyway. can light your money on fire with a ten high flush. Okay, I'm not doing it. Fair enough. 
Anyway, Eric doesn't have that. He has the nut flush. He raises to 20K. You think he has to do that? Yes. Surely. Yes, I do. Good. Yes, I do. Here we go. Um, We're not done. Of course we're not done. So again, the board is seven of hearts, four of spades, six of spades, five of spades, four of diamonds. Limitless has trip fours. They are never, ever good against value. Never. I mean, you could beat a bluff once in a while, but you have to believe that Eric's going to play the ace of spades up until the river this way, and I don't really see any other bluffs making sense. I don't either, unless he has a four himself. He has yeah. the other four and is doing it, but like what four does he have? Is king four suited or something? It's not much there. Yeah. So Limitless can't really call, can he? On this board where there's straights and flushes and we bet so small, but when he raises, still has his beat yeah. kind of all day, he's saying I have at least a straight. Yeah. He's, right. he's not raising a straight. Um, yeah, I understand you think that. I'm not sure when we bet 4K what he's raising. Okay. It's hard to get called by worse. I'll give you that. It's hard to imagine that you actually believe he's raising a straight. Well, I just said it's hard to get called by worse. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm sort of came around on that pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but still, like... He's saying he's saying he's got us, and it, this is a scary board, right? It's yes. a bad board for us. So, I mean, we're, we probably shouldn't call. No. I don't think we should call. No, but there is no limit to what Limitless can do. So he should call? He's going to go ahead and move in for 96K more effective. Yeah. So 116K total. Yeah. That's enormous. The pot was $9,200 heading into the river. Yeah, and Limitless bet 4000 yeah. <laughs> And suddenly he, now he's betting... 116. 116,000. So okay. now it looks like he's got a fucking monster. Right. And he was putting the chum in the water to try and get as much money as possible, right? All right. So multiple questions here. Hit me. What's the minimum he's repping? Does okay. he have the right hand to do this with? And is it a good idea? Great. The minimum he's repping, I'm trying to figure out which full house is the minimum. Yeah, because he's not doing this with a flush. No, absolutely not. He would never do this with a flush. Um, I don't think he would do this with 4-5 even. No. It feels like too thin, right? As we can see, Ace-Deuce is going to be in a weird spot. Yeah. So 4-5 is like, you'd be, you're really, tar- I think, <sighs> pocket sevens, we could definitely do it with. I think we can do it with sevens, yeah. Limitless is the kind of player who I think can show up with a set on the turn, having bet. Not that often, but I think it's at least possible. Yeah. Um, to like open up to, you know, to make it harder to arrange him on rivers and stuff sure. like that, especially when you're deep. I think he, it's at least possible. So he can have sevens full of force. Sure. Not very often, but he can have it. Yeah. There's lots of reasons why it's hard for him to have it, including the preflop stuff, but he can have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he definitely has that. Six is full of force. Let's ask, can he have sixes full of force? That feels like the borderline hand. Like, would we really go all in here? We know we're getting snapped by all better. Yep. Which there isn't very much. There's straight flushes and there's sevens full and quads. Yep. Um, pocket fives are going to be in a weird spot. They're, are they going to call? Maybe. The fact that that's a maybe means we probably shouldn't move in with sixes. Yeah. Better hands are always calling. Those, the one hand worse is a maybe. We shouldn't move it. Yeah. Especially for this much more. So he's repping sixes full plus. Seven's full plus. I think we just said Oh, yeah, six. seven's full plus. So seven's full and straight flushes, and that's it. Okay. And quads, of course. But it's probably okay to be repping a pretty thin value amount when the amount that we're moving in for is 600 big blinds. Yep. Um, it, it is. All right. So is this the right hand to do it with? Second part of the question. Cool question. I mean, we're blocking a few things that would... We're basically blocking five, four, and six, four, right? Uh, yeah, and quads. Oh, yeah, and quads. That's right. So that's 
good. I'm not sure if that's really the parts we'd most... Wouldn't we rather be blocking like pocket sevens? And I mean, the he opened on the button, so I guess he has five, four, and no, six, yeah. four also. I was thinking about this, and I think this is fine for blockers because even though we might not move in with hands that are weaker than sevens full, we can expect that Eric is going to use distribution to call with hands sometimes that are a little weaker than we might think. So it still has value in blocking the four X full houses because we might some players have trouble folding full houses. There's they some do. there's some value in blocking the four X full houses. Maybe a player could sometimes can they would never think he has the nut flush though when he does this, no. right? It's too much. The board's paired. Blocking quads is useful though. That is nice. Like that's a definite snap call. <laughs> quads are gonna call. It's yeah. true. But you know, we don't block the straight flushes. So no. like those are snap calls too. It's, uh, this may be a little reckless by Limitless it here. It feels pretty reckless. It feels like we're representing a very thin range of value that, and we're up against what feels like is often a pretty strong hand. It feels like we should have 7-6 instead because then we block exactly. the easier calls for Eric. I want to have 7-6 so much more than this hand. Yeah. So much more. Even 7-5 I'd rather have yeah. than a 4 in my hand. Um, I feel pretty strongly about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the play you usually see by um, when these guys make this kind of a play. They do it with the other, when they're blocking the, the, the sets that turn into bluffs. But that's for different reasons, though. That's because in those cases, the trips are usually too good to turn into bluffs. Um, okay, that's an interesting point. That's a fair point. Um, okay, so here we are. Limitless has decided to do this. Eric's got the ace high flush... We just came up with some hands that are beating that that would take this line. Yeah, but they're thin. There's pocket sevens. There's seven, eight of spades. There's, I mean, three deuce of spades. Is that there? Yeah, for sure. I think he opens the button with three deuce of spades. Oh, no, it's limitless. Yeah. Limitless can have that. Of course, again, that means he can have three seven of spades. Too. Yeah, he has three so combos. So he has all three combos of that. Yeah, straight flush, three combos. And him leading the flop is part of this story that does work. Right. The story is very clean with much more so those things actually than pocket sevens even, right? Where like he might check the turn with pocket sevens a fair amount. I he might, assume. but he really might bet sets in the turn. It's it's maybe fine. Can, I mean, he can call a raise. Yeah. So that's because they're so deep. Yeah. Um, I think you can have quads or pocket sevens also with this line. Okay. Okay. I think he has them less. I think he's checking those some of the time, though. Well, like the, Perhaps. the things that turn into a straight flush on the turn, he is betting again. I yeah. really got to believe that. Yeah. Like he's trying to build the pot mm-hmm. right away. Um, so, but even so, we're talking about what, six combos here of value? Yep. Yeah. Six combos exactly. Oh, and actually, deuce three of spades isn't there because we have the deuce of spades. Oh, hey. So, five combos of value. Um, I guess pocket fours. Is some is a is a sixth combo again, yeah. but we don't think he plays all four combos or of sevens and pocket fours this way, right? So maybe cut that down by half. Mm-hmm. So now we're down to four combos of value. Let's call it. Yeah, but we have the ace of spades in our hand. Yeah, which what's is he bluffing with? A four, a four, or a seven six, or seven six. Well, there's a bunch of combos of seven six. There's nine combos just of seven six. Right, but the thing is, he bet the turn, so you might yeah. struggle to put him on a four or seven six. It's really hard to do because, like, limitless one. betting the turn was a notable play yeah. with his four. Yeah, it's true. That was that was unusual. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to put him on those hands. It feels like the straight flush fits. I mean, it's from from an ABC perspective, this is an easy fold with the nut flush, yeah. right? Yeah. And in fact, Eric sits there and tanks for a while and keeps saying, against anyone else, this is an, e- this is an insta-fold. Yeah. 
anyone else. But he then takes a few minutes and doesn't fold because well, maybe Eric is maybe we're not giving Eric enough credit because yeah. he recognizes that. I like that. He, I like that he's aware that he's got to be opponent specific with this kind of a line where almost no one else in the world is really going to put in 116k three betting all in on the river without having it. You yeah. know, I say no one. Of course, there's a there's a, a slice of people who will. But right. Besides the maniacs, the, of the good players, there aren't that many. Yeah. You're just going to find. You're not going to find Maria Ho doing this. Like, no. And by the way, or anyone else, uh, pretty much. Like Tom Dwan. How often times Tom Dwan three bet all in as a bluff in this spot? Like almost never. Almost never. I can't think of a time I saw that, right? So I can understand where this is like, feels like you said, this feels like a fold, and yet it's limitless, and we have to at least consider. But what are the bluffs? I don't know. If you have to, you have to see him do this a couple times at these stakes to, yeah. to know for sure that he has it in him. Because six hundred blinds is a lot to call with a hand that's pretty much never good against most people. I don't know anything about Eric Hicks, but I wonder if he just shouldn't be this deep in this game. You know, he, if he's shorter, he can just call. I I don't think that's a fair thing to say. Like, are right. you saying that because he folds? You think you think it should be a call? I'm not saying it should be a call, but I'm saying he's put, he puts himself in lots of spots where Limitless is clearly going to take advantage of these kinds. Like, Limitless is really comfortable playing super deep and putting everyone to these kinds of decisions, which remember we used to talk about Garen and Andy doing yeah. a similar thing. Limitless, I think, does it probably better. And, uh, and like, we don't even really see Garrett and Andy do, like, three bet all-ins on the river that I can remember as bluffs. Almost, almost ever. I think ever, Andy right? does that every Andy did time. it that one time, yeah. actually. Oh, no, I think that was a... That may have just been a raise, but maybe not. Maybe it was a three bet. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just wondering. This is one of the problems with playing super deep against very capable opponents, right? Yeah, it's scary. Who aren't afraid is they will put they will use that fear against you and and hurt you bad. I mean, yeah, Limitless is kind of. I mean, this feels a little reckless from Limitless, honestly. Like yeah. I think he's lucky that Eric didn't have a stronger hand, right? Like Eric didn't raise the turn. That feels more like a full house than it does a flush. The problem is, what full houses does he have? Pocket sevens probably raises the flop a lot. Pocket sixes raises yeah. the flop a lot. Pocket fours raises the flop a lot. Like. There's not too much there. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. It seems a little reckless to me. This, the the eight seven of spades raises the flop a lot. Like all the hands that he could snap call with raise the flop a lot. All of them. So you don't feel like it's reckless? I'm not saying it isn't reckless, but I'm thinking I'm thinking this through. I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm starting I'm starting to come around to maybe it isn't reckless. If this guy's gonna play, if this guy's gonna raise all those hands on the flop, which I don't know if he is, but I assume he's gonna do it a lot. He didn't raise the nut flush on the turn. That is true. That's an interesting point. But that is really different than raising a set on this flop three ways. A little I would argue, bit. It's a right? little different. I mean, yeah, the nut flush is like, you feel like I kind of have this locked up, right? Well, there are straight flushes. Okay, then you're already losing. Like, and there's board pairing, like happened. Right. But that's a lot less to protect yourself against than three ways, seven, six, four with pocket sevens. Like, that's usually a raise, right? I mean, so is ace, deuce of space, but... but we can understand why he didn't, right? We were talking about it. We, yeah. we came with, like, pocket sevens. Wouldn't you think, like, if, if the big blind leads and you got the small blind still to act on this board with top set, you're almost always raising? Like, you and I, we would just say, well, this is a pretty clear race, yeah. right? I'm just saying. So if Eric plays like that, which would be very understandable if he did and probably correct even, well, if he's raising his pocket sevens and his pocket sixes, all his sets, then he's also, or almost all his sets, he's also raising almost all his straight flush draws, and we now we've just eliminated all the hands that can call easily. It's pretty amazing. If yeah. that's true, if that part is true, then this is not reckless, and this is just good. That's a lot of subjective assumptions to make it not reckless. I said if it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
I'm actually fine with the way Eric played the hand. I'm, Me too. I'm a little concerned the Limitless is going a little spewy. This feels like, whoa. But it's possible he knows the math on this stuff and actually is like on the razor's edge, but correctly so, you know. Could be. This could be like plus EV, but not wildly so. Yeah. But it's plus EV, so what does he care? Yeah. I imagine the guys who are like in Limitless issues who are as good as him, and maybe there aren't very many, are basically trying to take every single plus EV spot no matter what. You know what I mean? Whether mm-hmm. it's like, even if it's thin, like you take them all, that's how you become richer. That's how you become more successful, right? Like yeah. you, you just take them all. And yep. As long as it's plus EV. Yep. All right, fine. Let's see what the solver says. Okay. Danny Sprung, solver time. Let's go. Here we go. That was kind of like that song. But, Which one? You know. Nope. JFK all the way. Oh, what else do I have to say? Yeah. Billy Joel. Yeah. That one, yeah. We didn't start the fire. Yeah, that song. Okay. Sure. It's like that you song. S- you, you, you have sunglasses like him right now, and it's so cool. Yeah, and I'm wearing them on my biceps. That <laughs> That's why it's cool. Extra cool. All right, let's get to the data. Okay. Um, so Danny had to node lock Limitless to lead 30% of the time, uh, or else Pyle wasn't going to lead ever. So uh, with that in mind, King 4-Off becomes a lead 22% of the time. So mostly still wants to check the King 4-Off. Right. Uh, Jonathan loved it. I know he loved it, but you know, Pyle's like, maybe, maybe <laughs> tamp it down a bit, Levy, you with know. your love. Pyle doesn't know shit. Just because the guy named himself Limitless, he was like, ah, he must be awesome. I mean, he is awesome. Look at that beard. He does have a beard. He does. That's, that's not deniable. All right. So uh, Hicks is supposed to raise his flush drop 75% of the time. Huh. He can call a quarter of the time, though. It's not a disaster to call, right. which is what he did. Uh, get to the turn where Limitless just keeps on going because there is no limit to his aggression. He can bet his hand 15% of the time. So Pyo's like, Inching back. It's like, come <laughs> on, man. Are you sure? <laughs> I was like, so now we're doing 15% of the 22% that you did before. So basically 3% of the time should you take this line with this hand on this board. When it's been node locked so that you lead it off. Yeah, only when I've been forced <laughs> to think this way. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. not loving the line from right. Limitless entirely. Um, it does like Hicks line so far. It's, I mean, it's a quarter on the flop, but now it's 80% of the time it'll flat with, with mm. the nut flush here. So cool. Yeah. Hey. Hicks is hicking it up over here, solver style. <laughs> Nicely said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All right, here's the river. This is this is where the solver just puts puts the hammer down. It's done. It's done with this guy. <laughs> it's like, King 4 is a pure check. <laughs> you can never bet this hand. How dare you? Why are you doing this to me? Yeah. Why are you making my software work so hard to justify the plays of a, a madman who everybody reveres for reasons that are unknown to the, yeah. the solver world. The emperor has no clothes. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? <laughs> anyway, once bet into, Hicks always raises, despite mm. the board pairing and the strong line. Yeah. Uh, seems fine with enough flush drop. Uh, this is what Danny had to say about Limitless's spot after the Hicks raise. Pio does not fold a four on the river, so it never folds a four after this line mm. and it gets raised. It turns the four of clubs into a bluff, but not the four of hearts. Danny doesn't know why. It's, it's possible it just picks one. It's just random solver yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and Hicks is supposed to th- fold to the three bet, which is not surprising. So sometimes you call and sometimes you you re-raise, basically. Yep. Okay. Yep. Sometimes you call the raise and sometimes you re-raise, right? Okay. And Hicks is supposed to fold to a three bet. Yep. So good for him. Here's a side note that Danny added. If Limitless were to have checked the river as the solver was begging him to do, <laughs> he is supposed to just fold to a bet. This is fascinating, though. So the solver wants him to check fold, but if he bet 
If he bets and gets raised, it wants him to never fold and, yeah. and call half the time. Right. That's fucking crazy, man. I mean, that's the world that Pyle lives in. Yeah, it's like, well, now this guy's polarized like like bananas, right? Now he's got to have a bananas monster are, to raise me. Bananas are known for their yeah. polarity. Like, so now I can call more because when I check and he bets, he's betting straights. He's betting other things that are beating me. But uh, straight, I guess it's straights plus, but still. Um, but now that he's raised, like, he doesn't have straights anymore, probably, right? He, how can he have a straight? How raise? dare he have a yeah. straight? I mean, I bet almost full pot over here. So uh, now it's, like, not flush plus. And so, hey, let's go. Just another day in Solverland. Yeah. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.